You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk about the biggest draft needs for every AFC North team next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. And Dan, we've got... About three weeks, a little more than three weeks until the start of the NFL draft, which means it's you know time to continue our our look into what every team in the NFL needs. You know, from a fantasy perspective, obviously some teams need defense, but we don't care about defense. We we just want to see points. And so, what we're going to do is we're going to start with the AFC North, and we're going to start with the Ravens, who still have that big Lamar Jackson shaped question mark hanging over their team. And, you know, I think if this saga doesn't get resolved by then, what they do in the draft could really tell us uh, what they're planning on doing with Lamar Jackson. They've been, you know, linked to some of the early round quarterbacks in recent days that could just be posturing. This is also a team that desperately needs receiving help for Lamar Jackson or whoever the quarterback's going to be in 2023 and beyond. So what do you think the biggest need here is? Yeah, I think Ravens is our easy cookie cutter one where we can just look at it and say, yeah, they need wide receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman is their best bet right now at that position, but he's coming off a major injury and had a pretty big injury profile at Minnesota. That was one of the things mm-hmm. that people didn't like about him. So they really need wide receiver help more so than any other team right now. Yeah, this is a team that uh, you look at the depth chart and right now, Rashad Bateman, who has looked pretty good when he's been healthy enough to play, but obviously he's missed a lot of time, both of his two seasons in the NFL. And then after that, it's, Devin DuVernay, Nelson Aguilar, Tylen Wallace, uh, not exactly. I mean, look, they've got Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely looks like a very good young tight end. But this is a team that throughout Lamar Jackson's career has needed, you know, some downfield playmaking. This is a team that when Lamar Jackson has had decent receivers, Marquise Brown, his rookie season, Rashad Bateman, when he was healthy last year, Lamar Jackson played very, very well. So I, I do think, you know, if they add some receiving help that's going only going to make Lamar Jackson a better fantasy option, assuming he's back there next season. Let's move on to the Steelers, who, I mean, honestly, I don't know if they have a 2024 starter or 2025 starter maybe at any position right now. This is a team that, like, I don't know, maybe George Pickens, maybe Pat Fryermuth, they've shown flashes, Najee Harris. I mean, he'll be under contract in 2024 and 2025. I don't know how intent they'll be on paying him beyond that but what do you think the biggest need for the Steelers is I actually think I like some of their players a little bit more than you from just talent standpoint I, I like mm-hmm. the long-term development for both Pickens and Fryermuth, who's a tight end I think could ultimately be like a Dallas Goddard type in the mm-hmm. NFL from an effective standpoint but I think looking at this roster they're not going to go QB again even though I'm not a fan of Kenny Pickett long term and we're trying to keep it fantasy focused and offense. So I'm just going to say invest in the offensive line. This is an mm-hmm. offense. This is a team that used to be great on offense because of their offensive line. They lost the best offensive line coach in football at the time, Munchak, and they still have never recovered from it. And they haven't invested well in the in the group. So that's where I would go. They're going to invest a second or third round pick and some really interesting wide receiver. Because right Bears. now, I mean. Calvin Austin, I think, is the number three wide receiver on the depth chart. So this is a team that, you know, even though I think Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, that's a decent top two. There's a glaring lack of depth here, even if you think, you know, Pat Frymouth is going to be a big part of the receiving game, which he probably should be. Let's move on to the Browns, where I kind of feel like after 
uh, you know, the acquisitions that they've made at wide receiver over the last couple of seasons, the investment that they made in David Njoku, kind of think running back might be the biggest need here, right? Yeah, for them, it now is running back with uh, obviously Nick Chubb still there, but in running back years, he's uh, he's about 35 right now. He's, <laughs> I mean, Middle in real life for sure. Yeah, for, for running back. So, and I think they're going to eventually try to change that offense a little bit. Uh, even if Stefanski does remain there, it's not going to be the traditional Stefanski offense. They want to go pass first. So I think a pass catching running back would be their biggest need. Yeah, this is one where like a Jameer Gibbs or something would be a, a nice fit because right now, you know, they Darius Johnson went to Jacksonville. Kareem Hunt is still out there. They could resign him, I guess. But right now, Jerome Ford is the number two running back on this depth chart. So, yeah, they could use someone to compliment uh, Nick Chubb. And then we'll move on to the Bengals, who feel like it might be the same answer here, actually, because they're set at wide receiver. They did add Irv Smith at tight end. I, I don't know if, you know, they can trust him to stay healthy, but this is another team where I think a running back could be a part of their plans. I think so. And running back makes the most sense for sure. Joe Mixon on his way out soon there. But I would say a wild card would be if they can find a tight, like if you get the right tight end with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. he could be unlocked to such a crazy degree. And not Joe Burrow, that tight end could like mm-hmm. be a much more productive player. So if something like if somebody like Michael Mayer falls in the draft to where they're picking just because tight ends do often turn to tempt to fall. I think they could surprise people and take that Mm -hmm. tight end in round one. And then, and then he really becomes a fantasy star early on. All right. That's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you next week. See it. Hey everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U S men's national team player and the host of the call it what you want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.